4: two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can uh, find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up till the end of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tire Tireact.com, the way tire buying should be. So,
2: uh, uh, that studio looks real interesting right now. Sure does. You <laughs> See yeah, it right does. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: See you right now. I have a lot of Quality. questions, man. Quality though. A lot of questions. <sighs>
4: Yes, quality indeed. Quality, <laughs> quality indeed. That is, uh, you, you, you got it. Yes, you got it. Um, all right, so.
0: <laughs>
2: no, you got it.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you what, man, Jonas. Jonas is. Yeah, oh I mean, it's just it's over the top.
4: Okay, um, that's a, <laughs> a,
0: that's an overreaction for what we're witnessing. <laughs>
4: Guns up in the studio bar, yeah. Guns you up. know that is. Uh, all right, so um, the national championship game last night. No, we all we all agree, absolute wipeout, total mismatch. TCU got completely manhandled, got it to ten seven, and then never scored again. We all agree, not a great look for TCU. But as Brady pointed out. Kind of the feeling was happy to be there. The fans showed up. They looked like they had a great time. They were parting their asses off. Um, they were they were really loud, really boisterous. First time in what since the 30s or something like that. Since the TCU's been in the Natty, yeah, yeah. So like a long time, 1936. Yeah, almost. so. 32. But the fact is, it was a total mismatch. And you're seeing now people in the middle of the game going, well, this is why college football shouldn't do this, and this is why TCU didn't deserve to be in, and this is why, uh, you know, why do we want to expand? First of all, it's not like TCU just did nothing to get there. All right? It's like the TCU, and I agree, I would have loved to have seen Alabama and Bryce Young again in the, in the, the college football playoff. That would have been great. But TCU had a better resume. And TCU did more than Alabama did. And it's not like this was a semifinal game. They did win their semifinal game and beat Michigan, who was one of the hottest teams in college football. Number two team in the country. Yeah, so the idea that because they got manhandled last night, all of a sudden we want to dismiss TCU and just say, you know what? They didn't deserve to be there. And now everybody feels justified. The way Georgia was playing last night, I don't know who in the country could have kept up with them. No, I mean, they, they, they were dominant. I mean, bottom line is
0: it's a credit to those players, the coaching staff, the way they've recruited, the way they've developed. I mean, that's one of the things that you have to be impressed by is they didn't need to use the transfer portal. You know, they've got guys that they've been able to sign from high school, develop, and turned it into a national powerhouse. Then winning back-to-back national championships in this day and age of college football, to me, you could say it's the hardest time ever to win one. And so the fact that they're able to win two in a row, um, given that you've got <clears throat> Nick Saban in your same conference and some of their teams that you know they've had to go through, no matter how you want to dice it up, it's impressive. The, the, the TCU part is you're always going to have this in any playoff format. I mean, we see this in Super Bowls. I mean, did the, the Broncos and the Seahawks play a Super Bowl where oh, it wasn't even close from the first snap that went over Peyton Manning's head? Yeah. Try betting on Denver that game. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> my point is this though: expansions coming, you're going to probably get some games that are stinks, you know, stinkers. Some games that are that are great, like we saw in the semifinal games. You shouldn't take away from what TCU was able to do to get here last night. Unfortunately, that was one of those kind of outlier performances where they were just incredibly outmatched, outcoached in every facet of the game. That was. It looks Sunny Dykes has been great against the spread. They surprised a lot of people I think they've they've really prided themselves on second half adjustments. There was just none of that. I mean you can't make adjustments when you can't block the guys up front. You can't find guys with the ability to separate um and Max duggan couldn't use his legs. There's nowhere to go for him for him to run around and make plays so it was an uphill battle and defensively obviously
2: they just they couldn't stop anything Georgia was doing you know I guess t c u their success against Michigan may be. The reason why it was the undoing of them in the national title game. I, I I thought that Michigan would run over top of over top of TCU just like Georgia did. And I and there would be no reason to think they couldn't. But they didn't. And I think coming out of the the Ohio State Georgia game, they fought. That was that was probably the I mean, I mean obviously easily, that was the better of the games, you know, in terms of and not being an upset with with TCU and Michigan, but Ohio State and Georgia, that's that's your national title game, to be honest, if you ask me.
0: But I think Michigan fans will have something to say about that.
2: Yeah, oh well, well. I could care less. They, <laughs> they, they didn't handle. They didn't handle their business to make it what, what seemingly well, should have been what the national chat title game should I, have been anyway. I, I,
0: I get it. I'm just saying they would say like, <laughs> "Hey, maybe us against Georgia would have been a better matchup even though they lost the TCU." All
2: all I know is they they gave Georgia every reason to prepare like they were playing Michigan or Ohio State. I think Michigan came into that game, I don't want to say as far as sleepwalking, but they they did not come at that game the way Michigan – the Michigan that I saw run through Penn State and run through Ohio State, that was not the team that was out there that day. And I don't know what what the reason was. I don't know why, but I think I, I mean, just like anything else, they might have underestimated them. And I think that when you look at it from that perspective, Georgia did not underestimate them. Like there were t- there were times in that game where, if you're really looking at it from the competitor's standpoint, Georgia could have throttled down. Like they they really could have they really could have like let off of, of the gas a little bit. And they did it. They kept going and they kept going and they kept going. You know what? That's exactly what you're supposed to do. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. Kirby
0: smart. Did convince his team somehow that no one expected them to be here. And, you know, like true underdogs. I got to tell you, I mean, that didn't he convince them of that? Like he talked about that post game. You know, no one thought they could do this. They're like, wait, what? What are you talking about? I mean, who
4: who said you couldn't do this it's an, I'll pill battle man you know at Georgia I mean they listen and they're not they don't have access to all those five stars and, and everything else like some of these other programs do I mean they, they got to build this thing and they got to really do it the hard way so I mean a, I, after the
0: game I was doing a hit and one of the Georgia players a, a radio or TV hit because I want to be clear about this well, it's, not, it, it, digital so it's okay. kind of something in between right I wanted to make sure people didn't think you were having a, but uh, they're, they're big they're big detail. <laughs> yeah, good good point I man, yeah, that could have been happening down there, couldn't it? It's California. You're allowed to do that. Did huh?
4: you sm- uh, walk through the
0: concourse? Are you kidding me? I thought I was yeah. at a Reagan. Walking concert. through the hotel. Yeah. We get that from time to time. Um, Warren Brinson, their big defensive tackle, he came over and just in the middle of when we were talking and we i just kind of having a nice conversation. He goes, Yeah, man, people thought we were going to be six and five this year. I, I literally stopped and I go, What are you talking about? I was like, Who, who said you guys were going to be six and five? I go, I'm pretty sure you're one of the favorites to, to win everything again. He's like, no man, people doubted us all year. I'm going Oh, Kirby Smart. I was like, did you, did Kirby Smart really convince you guys? Are you is that how like brainwashed these kids are to think that people on the outside didn't think you could win a back to back national championship? Does he like let them watch TV? Or like is that not allowed? He in the must house? Not. Or, or like maybe it's all propaganda. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's like I mean, maybe it's like he creates these burner Twitter accounts that he puts up. Oh yeah. You know, with people saying stuff like they're not that good, they're barely being 500. Or, and trolls them. Yeah. yeah. He, he's all these different burner accounts he's got where he's just trolling them every single week. That's all he puts up at his team meetings.
4: Yeah. I mean, it was a total mismatch. But look, it just you you see that, like, we've talked about this when, remember when Washington made the college football playoff yeah. and they, they got hammered by Alabama and it was where like, last well, Pac-12
0: team to make it, by the way. Uh, I think so. It was, yeah. Yeah.
4: And and it was like, well, I mean, uh, you know, Washington shouldn't have been there. It's like, okay, I get it. That's a a semifinal game. Look, TCU won the game, very like the, the Big 12 championship game. I mean, how that wasn't ruled a touchdown i'm still trying to figure that out uh that that whole situation it just you can't use what happened last night and just use it as you know all of a sudden reverse engineer why exactly tcu didn't deserve to be there they ran up against j- just a powerhouse in georgia who nobody was going to beat last night georgia played a perfect football game and tcu struggled and you got the feeling early on that this was going to be a rough go for them. So I just, I think it, it was a hell of a run for TCU, a hell of a year. And whether they're back, who knows? But even if this was expanded to 12 teams, TCU would have gotten in regardless. Right. And maybe they would have been eliminated earlier. But the fact that we're going to get these 12 teams. I don't want to hear anybody say this is why we don't need expansion because it's clear who the best teams are. No, open it up, make it a one-game situation, and stuff like happens between TCU and Michigan happens, and then you get some upsets. I think I think this is a good thing for the college football playoff expansion. So everybody complaining about it, stop bitching and moaning. College football's over, and you're going to be sad when it's gone in a couple of weeks from now when you've got nothing else to watch and there's no bowl game going on. You know
0: what I mean? Uh, 100%. I say this every team, every single year. When people say there's too many bowl games, I'm like, please stop. Stop saying that. Like, you are going to miss football in any shape or form, which is why we're lucky we've got the USFL and we've got other spring leagues that pop up. And, And yes, I'll be walking down the street, you know, with my family to dinner. And I will see that on a TV screen, and I will stop. Probably lose a child hey. in the chaos of everything. Just lie to him. Just, and say, hey, look, at Bluey. Just to watch football. Yeah, just yeah. say, hey,
4: look at that. <laughs> it's Bluey's on TV. Can you believe it? <laughs> no, my, my girls
0: know football now. They, they, they watch it. They know they, they, Here's what they know. Whenever there's a primetime game, they know they can stay up a little bit later if they want to watch football with dad. So, that, That's so, so they'll, they'll always come over That's to me and go, look. So yeah, like you watch Kirby football? Smart,
2: basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty you, you much. Convinced <laughs> I've convinced he them. You convinced them that there was a positive <laughs> yeah. in watching football by letting them stay up there. Yes. <laughs> there and so my my, my
0: my eldest daughter has figured this out. And so she's like, Daddy, is there football on tonight? Can we watch football? I'm like, yeah, sure. And every time, my wife gets so mad. God, that means they're going to be Hawaii
4: fans. Yes. God, we oh, could use wow. all the help we could get. Come on. <laughs> Little little late night, little little midnight kickoff with the Quinn daughters. Little college football on a Saturday I into mean, a Sunday. Hawaii, we just need to make sure Hawaii can field a team at this point. Yeah, that too. Uh, or play in a stadium that holds more than 10 people. That would that would also help. Uh, by the way, we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Alright, so uh, coming up next here on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, we do have a situation in the NFL that we are monitoring, and somebody tried to speak yesterday about it and made it even more confusing. It's yours right here Fox
3: Terms and conditions apply.
4: What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy two pros and a cup of joe fox sports radio Lavar Arrington, a very satisfied Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here.
0: Wow! Man, oh man! Thanks, thanks, Jonas. I mean, thanks, Berto.
4: Berto blew his mind. Yeah. With those with tamales. tamales. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, Thank you for clarifying. i I can't
0: decide, by the jealous. way, Berto. Which one I like better? I'll tell Damn. you. Yeah. They're both awesome.
4: All right. So break it down because one was, <laughs> one <laughs> ah! was uh, one was pork, and pork
0: the other. The salt?
2: <laughs> Are you gonna freeze me some Berto?
0: Yes, I don't know if there's any left. Right, I left. I left too. I left too.
2: <laughs> no, there's more. See, this well, no, is no, no, one no, thing I-, I know. <laughs> Birdo has more in the stash. I saw the, the, the raw footage of how they were cooking. They, he's got them in the stash. So Bird, I'm, Birdo, I'm Birdo how many freezers
4: you got? I got it in the freezer. I got uh six left.
0: Well, I left. Oh, well, you, I left, left you two from what you brought. Oh, okay. You don't have those. That's
4: fine.
0: Yeah, just take them with you. Yeah, I got more at home. How am I going to take him with me? You are going to get on a plane after this. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. You people, with you. People bring dogs and weed on the plane. That's not contraband. I'll, I'll leave yeah. them for either Birdo or LeVar.
4: Try to be a team him player. I'll take them home. All right. Nah, I'm good. I, I had enough. We yeah, had enough this year. Yeah. Food, so. It's going to be a little while before I can eat. Uh, but yeah, hey, they look fantastic. And has done it again. He's, uh, he's made a believer uh, with his
2: tamales. Not, not to change topics, but I did get a text message from Lee about my ribs. To, please, please tell the people about my ribs, uh, Mister Lee. Do You DeRozco. want to do
4: that in hour four, or do you want to? When do we want to do that? Oh wow! I mean, you know, whatever. Shots fired.
5: <laughs> Lee, what whatever. do we got on the ribs? Ribs were awesome. Ribs for breakfast. Meaty ribs, man. Those are great.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were meaty. Whole lot of meat on them
5: bones. Bomb. dot com. <laughs> going to. Um,
4: So, we are going to have a look back at uh, the over-unders from last night. Uh, I mean, I got a bad feeling. But we're going to have a look back at uh, some of those over-unders. That'll be coming up here in about 20 minutes from now from the uh, TireRack.com studios. And coming up here in just a moment, we are going to have a discussion about somebody in the NFL who just made everybody that much more confused. You'll hear from him here momentarily. Well,
0: one thing that's not confusing is Stamps.com. They've teamed up with the post office to get you huge... Huge mailing and shipping discounts up to 86% off. It's a new year. No brainer. Save serious money with stamps.com. Use code two pros for a four week trial, free postage and a free skill stamps.com code two
4: pros.
1: Stamps.
4: <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. That's so Sean cool. McVay. And a lot of people <laughs> have speculated. Is he gone? Has he coached his last game with the LA Rams? Now, Matt Stafford has confirmed he will be back next year. He's coming back now. I think he did that <laughs> on his, on his wife's wife. Sorry, <laughs> excuse <laughs> me. Something in the air here. Uh, he did, uh, you know, he did confirm that a few weeks ago on his wife's podcast, but. Uh, He did confirm also yesterday that yes, in fact, he's going to be back next season, and so Matt Stafford's coming back. So now the big speculation is what does Sean McVay do, whether or not Sean McVay is going to be the head coach of the LA Rams moving forward. So he spoke with the media yesterday just about, and he's hinted at this before that he runs a little bit hot, and maybe he's in a situation where you know he doesn't know what with being burned out how long he can do this for. He's hinted at you know Bill Belichick coaching into his seventies. That's not something that. Sean McVay is interested in doing, but he did speak yesterday about his immediate future And I'm still trying to figure out what the hell he's talking about.
3: How can I be at my best and not let some of the blessings that are so volatile that have come with this job not really affect your ability to make the right decisions for all parties involved moving forward? And and how can that be reflected in you being the best version of yourself? And do I love coaching? Hell yeah. Have there been a lot of things that have made it a challenge and a strain because of my own self-inflicted things? No question about it. I don't, uh, <laughs> <He gone. laughs>
4: yeah, I was say like, I don't understand what he's, I don't get it. I don't understand what, what he's, what he's saying there. Um, what self
1: gone.
4: Yeah. can I ask this? So
0: I don't know how many years he has left on his contract, but he obviously still have years left until 26.
4: I think I saw okay. 2026.
0: So he's leaving what? Three years left then? Yeah. I mean, if he leaves, goes in the TV, takes a break, and then can come back, I'd imagine he'd want to come back to the Rams. I mean, what happens if that, by that point in time, their roster, their cap scenario situation, the draft picks, are all in a different different spot. Did he just walk right back in and take over that coaching job again? Because they have his rights. So Cronkie would have to make a move Either with whoever replaces McVeigh if he steps down to go ahead and just let McVeigh come right back in, or he's got to deal him. I just, I feel like it's an interesting scenario if he steps down, given the fact that he's under contract.
2: I just know this I've been around Jay Glazer a long time. And one of the most impressive things that, that I've, I've witnessed is doing the drafts with Jay Glazer. When Jay gets a tip and he goes in and he puts it out there where there would be a bigger surprise if he came back than if he were to leave, I immediately started thinking he's out of there. He's leaving. Like, McVeigh's leaving. Because Jay generally isn't wrong on that type of stuff. And I don't want to put that pressure on him, even though I just did. But... If I'm basing it off of off of what, what I've heard Jay say about the situation, McVeigh's leaving.
4: Well yeah, like when has Glazer ever been wrong? I mean, you said next I, to i I've <laughs> he,
2: he did not get one one pick wrong. Like I said, if if I were if I were horrible, if I was a horrible person, I man, I'd have been inside inside trading up in there. You know what I mean? Like he, he did not get one wrong. And it was all based off of just just information, you know that that he's able to get a hold of. I, I just I, I think just based off of that, for me, the credibility of of how Jay Jay gets information, I would be surprised if McVay comes back. I'd be surprised.
4: It's just now multiple off seasons in a row that this has been hinted at. And he's talked about it. And this was before the Super Bowl last year this was being discussed. So now you, you've come all the way back a year later, and it's the same discussion again. At some point, I mean, it's like when Roethlisberger would, would talk about retiring. Well, maybe I need to retire. Maybe I need to retire. And then finally it was like, all right, dude, is this happening or what? And then he was gone. It just feels like if you're if you're this close and talking this openly about it, you've got to be leaning in one way or another. And I just... I, I, I'm i surprised he would want to walk away after a season like this, but maybe he sees what the future looks like and where they're at when it comes to the cap, age, and their ability or to improve. maybe he sees his
2: future. Yeah. Maybe he, maybe he sees his future and... An opportunity that's been brought his way that he doesn't want to pass up at this point. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be because of the way the season went for the Rams. It doesn't have to necessarily be him thinking that, oh, this is what's to come for the Rams. It might just be he's got an opportunity to do something that he really wants to do. I mean, it could be that simple.
0: I I look at it like he kind of, he's kind of leaving when things are getting tough. And if you think about it, when he, had, when he took over the Rams... It's Pete Carroll. I'm just... Uh, I, I'm not willing to go that far only because people have said that for Seattle this year. And Pete stuck around and he made it work. Well, I'm saying USC
4: when he decided Well, I, to elite, I think
0: but... that was more because he knew how handicapped they'd be with the sanctions that were coming.
4: Well, what was what? Did they do something wrong? Uh, what happened?
0: We don't have enough time for okay. that. Okay. I'm
2: just was curious.
0: Um, You're stupid. <laughs> if, if, if you think about when he took over, though, in all seriousness, like his first year they go to the playoffs... He had the first overall pick from the year before. He had a talented roster. You had Aaron Donald on the roster. You had other guys who they had been acquiring in early on. But I was like, this is the first time where things have kind of gotten rough. And you realized with the way they structured their team and how their salary cap was handled, you know, signing deals with guys like Stafford and Ramsey and Donald, all, all the people they signed. You, you knew at some point the crap was going to hit the fan. And in this case, it has, and now it's like, yeah, I don't want to really hang around for this. And I, I just, I feel like that's playing a, a portion. Of, and I think there's a lot of coaches that would tell you, like, yeah, it's tough going through losing seasons. As players, coach, everyone involved. And you, at some point, you'd like to be able to see it through and see it to the other side. But it seems like he just doesn't want to be a part of that.
4: Mm. Yeah. I mean, t- tell me, am I am I wrong about how I'm seeing this? No, you're not wrong. And, and I also think that, that's why, I wonder how it would land with people in the front office if, listen, we, we just gave them a contract extension. Right. You're fi- your first losing season, and that's it? Like, that's, we're just well, going to go ahead
0: and... Also, you knew what we were doing to be able to, to acquire the veterans that we did and win a Super Bowl and go to two. You knew how we were doing this. And now that we're getting to that point where we can't keep kicking the can down the road, we eventually have to go into drafts without a first-round draft pick. You know, with a, a salary cap, we're going to have to make some tough cuts that have less talent elsewhere on our roster because of that. Now, now you want to jump ship? Yeah. or Now it's time because it's too hard to go and step away from it? I don't know, man. I just That's the thing that I think bothers me a little bit about it for everyone else that's...
4: Like hung out the draw that has to hang, that has to hang around for what's going to ensue. Yeah, and uh, and the future doesn't look great for them because no. look, Seattle's going to have a bunch of draft capital. They, they're probably and there's a possibility they were a playoff team this year. They're going to be drafting a quarterback with with the Denver pick that they've got. So Seattle and and Seattle draft well. Seattle had a great draft. We talk about the Jets draft. Seattle had a great draft too. So Seattle seems like they're on the rise. God, they, they like flew under the radar with how well they drafted. Hell yeah! They, they, they Kenneth Walker, the two offensive linemen. One of the biggest long shots
0: to make the Tariq, playoffs Tariq in Wolin. history. Yeah, like like, they, like I would say I would say like the like Woolen this year. Deserve like John Snyder and them deserve way more credit, considering he wasn't a first-round pick. Now he ran a really fast forty-yard dash time, but he was converted wide receiver, played at a Group of Five school, UTSA, and he's he's been one of the better cornerbacks to play this year. I just I, I find it pretty remarkable what they were able to do this, year. and they've a boatload of draft picks too.
4: Color from Denver. Yeah, from, from, from Denver, San Francisco, I mean, they just keep, you know, it doesn't matter who they play quarterback. I mean, they could play, you know, Steve Bono's dog, and the, and he would win games for the Niners. Like, they can throw oh, anybody wow. out there. Their roster's loaded. Arizona, I mean, that's the one thing you. if you're the Rams. That Steve would
2: you Bono's become, hair? Yeah,
4: it could be. Like, it could be that, Do too. Y'all remember that? Yeah, Steve Bono. <laughs> Great hair,
2: yeah, some uh, hair on him. Yes, he me? did. Yes, um, he did. Great head of hair. Uh-huh.
4: So yeah, it, it just it feels like the Rams are really up against it. But hey, man, they got a beautiful new stadium. I know that <laughs>
0: that place. That, that place is, is sweet, man. It is. It is I mean, put together. I, I yeah, what's well, put together in some places. In other places, it's not put together because the open air effect. So you have to go <laughs> up to the seventh floor to walk around to then walk down yeah. to get over. Which I, I hope people in LA know this at this point, because I was my first time. I had no idea. But you, I mean, you literally cannot walk around the entire stadium. No. Depending on what level you're on. Yeah, you can't. Which,
4: I, I, if you don't live here and you come here for the first time for a game, it can be really confusing. Yeah. I mean, try living here and going there for the first time is confusing. So yeah, there's uh so there's all that with the LA Rams. But we will uh if any if there are any developments with uh Sean McVay's future with the Rams, we will keep you posted on that. It is two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. So we are going to get into uh our look at look back at over- unders from last night. Oh Just, boy. uh I, I yeah. know one I got wrong. <laughs> yeah, not ideal for for multiple reasons. So we'll have that for you here coming up uh, in about ten minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. Uh this from Adam Schefter of espn Mm. just a stunning stunning piece of news the georgia defensive lineman jalen carter he's announced that he is entering the nfl draft oh wow! Uh, yeah so he's going to enter the nfl draft and he will be represented by drew Rosenhaus and ryan matha so there it is Mm. Uh, and that's somebody that is projected to be a top two to three pick he's the best overall player in the draft Better than Bryce Young, better than Stroud.
0: You you put you put a premium on quarterbacks because of the position, but if you were looking them as a prospect, if you're like you are a scout, right? He's the best overall. I would say Will Anderson's very close behind, like right there, one A, one B. But those two guys are like the top two prospects in my opinion.
4: Uh, Jalen Carter, Comp. As far as Mm. defensive prospect, what would be one in recent years?
0: Well, I was I was gonna say one for you that I think you'd appreciate
4: Tommy Harris. Oh, he was fantastic. We got if, hurt, yeah. If Tommy Harris would have stayed healthy, could have been a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Now
0: I don't know size dimensions and all that. Like with usually when you're doing a true comp, you look for the guy with the same length of arms and all that stuff. I, I'm just trying to think of a guy who I can recall that was impactful. Like, you know, he, he's you can't say an Aaron Donald because he no one's Aaron Donald, and and plus. Aaron Donald doesn't have even close to the same stature. He's much smaller in size. Yeah,
4: and he went, what, 18? I think Donald yeah. went 18 in the draft yeah. or something Which, like that.
2: You know, if you redraft that, you're obviously taking Yeah. No Does Jalen remind you? He reminds me of Marcus Stroud a little bit. I don't know if you guys remember Marcus. Yeah, yeah, broke my
0: right index finger. Um,
2: of course, <laughs> no. I remember him. I remember his sorry, helmet. Sorry to hear that. Uh, <laughs> the
0: other, the other one I was going to say was kind of Chris Jones. Chris Jones is a guy who's obviously playing at a really high level right now for Kansas City. Great forty yard dash. Unbelievable forty yard dash. Yeah. I mean, that's funny. I was going to say Jalen Carter can only hope yeah. that his forty yard dash is as epic as yeah. Chris Jones was.
2: It's like the uh, yeah. How tall is he? How tall is Jalen? He
0: looks tall, man. If he's any less than 6'5", I'd be surprised. He looks at least 6'5", 6'6". Really? 6'3", yeah. Bro, on the field last night, he's taller than that. Because he's taller than me. And I was almost 6'4". I was watching specifically
2: just You were almost 6'4 last night?
0: Well, no. I was at the Combine. Like 6'3", 7'8". But I'm just saying... I I, I mean, I stood right across from where he was. He was much bigger. I, I can't get over how big... Washington, their tight end is number zero. He's, he'll come out in the draft too. That dude is huge. Mm.
4: But I mean, he's so we're we're talking. What does he weigh? What do they list that generational? Again, uh, just uh, you know, I don't see. know that he's three hundred.
0: Those just, just gonna under, go.
2: Let's yeah. I uh, got him at six, three, 300. three three hundred. You're looking
0: at the roster right now. What are you doing,
2: Jonas? I got you
0: six
4: three three hundred. That's what I'm saying.
2: Kay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh,
4: I just that, said that. Yeah, I know. I Are know. you looking it up? But I was frustrated. Because I thought you were was trying to find it. No, well, six, I'm. I'm looking at Jonas working on the screen. It's six three three hundred. Yeah, I see you've got it no. now. I Look- mean. Okay. I was getting uh, no. I, I, I know, know. I was getting frustrated because I was trying to find it. And I couldn't find it. So even though you said it, I had to say it because I wasn't going to let it beat me. I'm not going to let this screen okay, or this yeah. Wi-Fi beat me or my inability to search for it. But 63300.
2: Well, you saw how slow your Wi-Fi was to mine, right?
4: Yeah, yes. I did.
0: Oh, okay. It's always
2: the case. There you, go. Yeah. you were about five seconds off delay. It is That's tough. Right? Like
0: when you guys are in studio, you really are behind, like the rest of the world. Yeah. The yeah. rest of the world's operating at a faster pace. Yeah. Just because the Wi-Fi. And also distracted. Uh, well, that too.
4: <laughs> Which, I mean, I, I don't know what the hell that is, but... Yeah. Listen, I mean, we got tamales in the kitchen. We've got, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, people changing their mind on who they want to be on, on certain movies. And uh, there's the rain out here. There's a lot going on here. It's oh, a very, Oh, wow. Very I, just, I just read here. the description of that. Yeah. Huh. A lot going on. Yeah. You know, oh. hey...
1: Sometimes
4: you feel like being something different, you know? Sometimes people want Halloween every day of the week. All right. There, there are those things out there uh but it is that's the uh, latest uh, jalen carter uh, is uh, entering the nfl draft so a projected top two three pick uh and so you'll be seeing that name and seeing the discussions about him uh coming up over the next couple of months it is two pros and a cup of joe here fox sports radio coming up next we are going to have a look back on our over-unders a lot of stuff went down in the national championship game last night we'll discuss it right here for you on fsr
1: be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros in a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Errington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
0: Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me for the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. But what you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.
3: Terms and conditions apply.
4: What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady not Quinn, Jonas dope. Knox with you here. You can hang out with I'm us as always on the iHeartRadio app. If you missed any life. of this show, you can check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. We'll be back tomorrow 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, same time, same place. But right now, it's time for our progressive play of the day.
1: We're on the uh, TCU 14 yard line. Bennett to throw. Lobs it to the right corner. There's McConkey. He got on his donkey and made a sliding catch in the right corner touchdown
4: Scott Howard McConkey from Learfield. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> lad, lad uh, Scott Howard from Learfield on the call. That is our progressive play of the day. Progressive is making things even easier. They will help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at progressive.com or call 1 800 Progressive. Uh, all right. So we need to take a look back at last night's game in a certain way. And it's when we uh, take a look back at how we do in our over under which some of us have a bad feeling about. So it's time for this.
1: Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing. You know you're a lying low-life gambling degenerate.
5: It's over under.
4: All right, Lee. Spill the beans.
5: All right, fellas. Well, as we always do, we always take a look at the point total in the game, which was 63. God. Of course, Georgia took care of that by themselves. The pros both had the over on that one. (sighs) I mean, of course.
4: I th- I thought we were doing for like the first three quarters. We were. I, I thought that was that's what the bet was. You meant for the whole like all four quarters. All right. Well, so then clearly I, I shouldn't. That shouldn't count against me. I think. I think.
0: I, I always wait to hear how Jonas is going to make up some excuse for this.
4: What do you mean? I do everything on the up and up. I just. I, I don't know. I mean, I'll take. The, I mean, I'll be the better. Man I can't here. even look at you. I'll, I'll be I'll be the better man here, and I, and I'll and I will I'll take the loss. But you know, I mean, I, I feel like I'm getting kind of screwed here. But all right, go continually,
5: Fellas, Passing touchdowns for Max Duggan. Everybody took the over. Of one oh and a half. no! So we all take the loss on that one.
4: <laughs> yeah, he just had a rushing
5: touchdown. Had a rushing. Right? Yeah, yeah.
4: Uh, he did have two picks. He right. did. By the way, that one. <laughs> I think you and I were, and I were standing next Quentin to each Justin other. Justin wide open
0: and just airmails it. You and throw. I were standing
4: next to each other. Duggan throws the ball. It's it's in midair. You see that the Georgia safety just sort of backtrack a little, and we both go, oh no. <laughs> it was like feeling a fly
0: ball. I mean, he just needed to drive it and throw it across the field. Instead, he just threw it with air up the field. And yeah. Yeah, bad night. Uh What else, Lee?
5: Passing yards for Stetson Bennett was at 277.5. The Pros took the over. Jonas, you took the under. 304 through the air. 39 on the ground. Good job, pros.
4: Okay, so it was 277 total or 277 passing just yards. for passing? passing
5: yeah. Yeah. He, he hit the
0: over on both.
4: Well, he shouldn't oh, have. Why? So, again, I don't – because, I mean, are we going to count garbage time yards yeah, here? Say, that's sure. what we're he actually do? didn't
0: play in the fourth quarter.
4: Okay, well, I mean, that fact that he didn't play a full game should disqualify him from the back. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I think that's, oh, that's wow. the out there. God, what a brutal night. All right, uh,
5: Longest touchdown of the game over under was at 49 and a half. We just heard the longest touchdown of the game to McConkie. That was only 37 yards. Jonas hits the under on that one. Ten right. total touchdowns in the hey, game. Hey, Jonas, you one, got one. 37
4: yards. All right. You got one, buddy. All right. What's the last one? Lee? Last
5: one, I got to ask first. Uh, LeVar, what do you think Jonas paid for parking last night?
2: Uh, nothing. Nothing. <sighs> I took the other. knowing Jonas, knowing how Jonas is. Jonas <laughs> What's, that to <laughs> What's that supposed to mean?
1: What's
4: um, that supposed to mean?
5: Over under was seventy. I think that that's what. Go ahead. Over under was seventy five. What did you end up paying, Jonas? <sighs> Eight, uh, under. 85. No, you didn't. Oh, I swear wow. to God. No, you
4: didn't. Swear to God. No, you didn't. I, by the time I got in there, I realized, oh, no, I'm in the wrong lane. It was There was cars everywhere, and I just had to bite the bullet. No, you didn't. I swear to God. You're, he's only saying that. Swear to God. What did you pick on your prop bet, then? What? What do you mean, what prop bet? Did you pick over under? Something? I don't remember what I picked.
5: You, you took the under.
4: Yeah, I was hoping for the under because oh, okay. I couldn't believe. Because when you get there, they've got these other lots. Why that 85? Are, That's such an odd number. I don't know. It's like like If you're going
0: 85, you might as well charge 100.
4: Like Birdo was telling me, what were they charging for the preseason game? Raiders, Rams last year it was $100. $100, $100 yeah, to park. Yeah, they charged
2: 100 for the Rose Bowl.
4: Jesus, man.
2: Ridiculous! <laughs> it's,
4: like, it's crazy. He's getting gouged left and right. So what does that put the total at
2: last night? And that night, was Lee? a thirty-minute walk too, by the way. Yeah, a hundred dollars in the rain. Thirty-minute walk in the rain.
5: Pros went two and three last night. Uh, Jonas, you went one and four. Good job mm. there, buddy. Oh, whoa. Hey, screw you, Lee. And eighty-five dollars,
0: yeah. Lee. Why are you going after? What is
5: you that? My yes, God, at all. Lee. Look at me,
1: Jackson. <laughs> oh no! This is oh, me
4: too, no. man.
1: If you dare.